Amen. Lord, we come into your presence again with thanksgiving in our hearts, Lord, and we enter your courts with praise, O God. Father, we need your healing touch today, Lord. There's so many, O God, that has been diagnosed with cancer, O God. There's many that's been diagnosed with kidney disease and blood pressures, O God, and so much uncertainty, O God, in the lives of so many. Lord, I know that you're a healer. Lord, your word tells me that you was wounded for our transgressions. You were bruised for our iniquities, God, and the chastisement of our peace is upon you. And with your stripes, we are healed. And I claim healing upon Bonnie today, O oh God. I claim healing upon the Bell's household today. I claim healing upon the Gurkis. I claim healing upon the Rapaches household, O oh God. I claim healing today, God, upon all those, Lord Jesus, the Turner household today, the Van Egan household today, O oh God. I plead your blood over the Plowman household today, O oh God, the Putnam household, Lord God. I pray that you would continue, Lord, to touch my brother today, Lord God, minister and heal and make whole in this house. Everyone is under the sound of my voice. I pray for your healing touch, O God. I pray for your comfort, your strength and power, O God, to be over my family, my children, my grandchildren. I pray for your wholeness to flow upon them. Set a hedge of protection over them today, God. Keep them safe and secure from all heart and alarm, O God, I pray. For our nation today, God, that you will root out wickedness and evil in the land today. Hear from heaven, O God. You said if your people, which are called by your name, would humble themselves and pray and seek your face and turn from our wicked ways, that you would hear from heaven, forgive us of our sins and heal the land. And I pray today for your wholeness, Lord. I pray, God, that you will continue to reach down as only you can reach down. I pray that you root out all the evil across the world, O God, again today. Let your perfect will be accomplished, O God, in every circumstance, in every situation. And we will give you glory, we will give you honor, we will give you praise, and we give you thanks. Bless our service today, Father. Keep your hand upon us, O God, and when this day is over, that we will know that we have felt your presence, we have been in your presence, O God, and you have spoken to our hearts and to our minds, that you would lead us according to your perfect will. Oh, God, I know you're able, Lord Jesus, again today. Lord, I honor you and I thank you for your goodness and I thank you for your kindness. I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your long-suffering towards us, that you're willing that none should perish, but that all should come to repentance. I pray that you go into every hospital today, every nursing ward, oh, God, every nursing home, inside of every home, oh, God, I pray today that you would let your wholeness flow upon your people, that you would touch them in every place, O God. Meet the needs that only you can meet, O God, today. Root out those things that you need to root out today, O God. Bring the sinner and backslider back to their understanding, O God. Touch them today, Lord, I pray. Minister in every place, O God. The fearful Oh, God, I pray that you let them realize they have nothing to fear in you. Oh, God, let them not be afraid. Oh, God, let them not lean to their own understanding. I pray for the children today, God, that you would continue to protect them and keep them safe and secure in you, Lord. 
We exalt you today, God. We exalt you today. We exalt you today, Jesus. We praise you today. We magnify your name, Jesus, today. Oh, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Oh, surely the presence of the Lord is in this place. I can feel His mighty power and His grace. I can hear the brush of angels' wings. I see glory on each face. Surely the presence of the Lord is in this place. Surely the presence of the Lord is in this place. I can feel His mighty power and His grace. I can feel the brush of angels' wings. I see glory on each face. Surely your presence of the Lord is in this place. Oh, surely the presence of the Lord is in this place. I can feel His mighty power and His grace. I can hear the brush of angels' wings. I see glory on each face. Surely the presence of the Lord is in this place. Oh, surely the presence of the Lord is in this place. I can feel His mighty power and His grace. I can hear the brush of angels' wings. I see glory on each face. Surely the presence of the Lord is in this place. Oh, surely the presence of the Lord is in this place. I can feel the power and His grace. I can hear the brush of angels' wings. I see glory on each face. Surely your presence of the Lord is in this place. Oh, Jesus, 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 there's just something about that name. 
Master, Savior, Jesus, like the fragrance after the rain. Oh, Jesus, 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 let all heaven and earth proclaim. Kings and kingdoms shall all pass away. But there is something about that name. Oh, Jesus, 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 let all something about that name. Master, Savior, Jesus, like the fragrance after the rain. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Let all heaven and earth proclaim. Well, kings and kingdoms shall all pass away, but there is something about that name. Oh, Jesus, 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 there's just something about that name. Master, Savior, Jesus, like the fragrance after the rain. Oh, Jesus, 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 let all heaven and earth proclaim. Kings and kingdoms shall all pass away, but there is something about that name. Holy Spirit, thou welcome in this place. Holy Spirit, Thou art welcome in this place. 
Omnipotent Father of mercy and grace, Thou art welcome in this place. Holy Spirit, Thou art welcome in this place. Holy Spirit, Thou art welcome in this place. Omnipotent Father of mercy and grace, Thou art welcome in this place. O Holy Spirit, Thou art welcome in this place. Holy Spirit, Thou art welcome in this place. Omnipotent Father of mercy and grace, Thou art welcome in this place. Holy Spirit, Thou art welcome in this place. Holy Spirit, Thou art welcome in this place. Omnipotent Father of mercy and grace, Thou art welcome in this place. Surely the presence of the Lord is in this place. I can feel His mighty power and His grace. I can hear the brush of angels' wings. I see glory on each face. Surely the presence of the Lord is in this place. Surely the presence of the Lord is in this place. I can feel His mighty power and His grace. I can fear the brush of angels' wings. I see glory on each face. Surely your presence of the Lord is in this place. Oh, surely the presence of the Lord is in this place. I can feel His mighty power and His grace. I can hear the brush of angels' wings. 
I see glory on each face. Surely the presence of the Lord is in this place. God, I praise you. God, I thank you for your presence in this place this morning. I thank you for your presence that we feel, sweet Holy Spirit, sweet heavenly dove. Stay with us, O oh God, right in this place this morning, O oh God. Lord, you're welcome in this sanctuary. You're welcome into my heart again this morning, Jesus. Oh God, have your way in my life this morning, Lord. I need you, Jesus. I need you, Jesus. Oh, God, touch my heart. Uh, make me whole again. Oh, God, I pray right now in the name of Jesus. Uh, oh, have your way, God. Oh, glory to God in the highest. Uh, I thank you, Jesus. Uh, you're worthy, God. You're so worthy. You're so worthy to be exalted, Jesus. Uh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Oh, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as he goes. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So teach me, Lord. Teach me, Lord, to wait. Oh, yes. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as he goes. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So teach me, Lord. Teach me, Lord, to wait. Oh, they that wait. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So teach me, Lord, teach me, Lord, to wait. Oh, why don't you worship him this morning? Uh, they that wait, just think about it. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not go weary. They shall walk and not faint. So teach us, Lord. Teach me, Lord. 
how to wait. Oh, yes. Oh, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So teach me, Lord. Teach me, Lord, to wait. One more time. Oh, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not pain. So teach me, Lord. Teach me, Lord, to wait. Hallelujah, Lord. I praise you, Jesus. God, thank you, Jesus. Oh, God, I thank you again this day, Lord Jesus. God, I praise you that they that wait upon you will be restored, be renewed, be refreshed, oh God. They that just trust you, they that just hold to your unchanging hand, God, they that wait upon you, oh God, they will be as eagles, Lord, soaring higher and higher in the Lord today. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God, I praise you, Jesus. Oh, I thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. How to wait upon you, Lord. How to lean on you, God. How to trust you. How to believe in you, God. Teach us, oh God, how to serve you with a pure heart fervently, trusting you with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength, and looking unto you who is the author and the finisher of our faith, O oh God. We thank you, Jesus, your calm assurance, O oh God. I am thankful, Lord God, that you are ours, O oh God. I thank you today. We bless your name, Jesus. We bless your glorious name. We praise you, Lord. We praise you. We honor you, God. I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. I thank you. God, you're worthy. God, you're so worthy, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I praise you, God. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Praise your wonderful name, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Praise God. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Heir of salvation, purchased by God. Born of His Spirit, 
washed in his blood. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. His submission, perfect delight, visions of rapture now burst on my sight. Angels descending, bring from above, echoes of mercy, whispers of love. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, I praise you, Jesus. Uh, Hallelujah, God. I praise you, Jesus. Uh, Oh, we praise you, Lord. We praise you, Jesus. Uh, Hallelujah, God. I thank you, Lord God, again today. Oh, God, this is my story and this is my song. Praising you, Jesus, all the day long. Perfect submission, all is at rest. I and my Savior, we're happy and we're blessed, oh God, watching and waiting. Come from above, oh God, I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for your kindness. Thank you for your grace, your mercy. Thank you for your joy and peace. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, you're worthy, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen, amen. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. In the name of the Lord, praise God. Life is good because God is. Amen. Life is good because I am His. Praise God. In ways of announcements, this coming week, we're going to Romans chapter 10. Amen. This Tuesday is Gal's Activity Night at 6 o'clock. Amen. Praise God. Blanket making. Amen. So ladies. Amen. See Sister Sonia. If you have questions, also next Sunday we'll be taking up our Father's Day offering. Amen. For our men's ministry. So if you have anything to give to the men to make us better men, <laughs> please bring an offering. <laughs> Big offering. Amen. I want to help our men's department. I know they travel and make bill orphanages and stuff that will be taking place. And also they help in home. Uh, throughout the district and other projects as well. So we want our men to grow. Amen. So it's good to have everybody in the house of the Lord today.
Amen. God is so worthy of all praise and glory. And we're excited about what God is doing. Romans chapter 10 this morning. Romans chapter 10. The Apostle Paul writing to the church at Rome. Says, brethren, my heart desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. For I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. For they being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness have not submitted themselves to the righteousness of God. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believeth. For Moses described the righteousness which is of the law, that the man which doeth those things shall live by them. But the righteousness which is of faith speak on this wise. Say not in thine heart who shall ascend into heaven, that is to bring Christ down from above. Or who shall descend into the deep, that is, to bring up Christ again from the dead. But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thine heart, that is, the word of faith which we preach. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek, for the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? Or how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah said, Lord, who have believed our report? So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. But I say, have they not heard? Yea, verily, their sound went into all the earth, and their words unto the ends of the world. But I say, did not Israel know? First Moses said, I will provoke you to jealousy by them that are no people, and by a foolish nation I will anger you. But Isaiah is very bold and saith, I was found of them that sought me not. I was made manifest unto them that asked not after me. But to Israel, he saith, all day long have I stretched forth my hand unto a disobedient and gained saying people. And I want to minister to you from this thought today. When your belief only causes you to fall short of your eternal salvation. When your belief only causes you to fall short of your eternal salvation. Father, we thank you 
again today. Sweet Holy Spirit, sweet Heavenly Dove, stay with us, guide us, direct us, lead us according to your perfect will and your perfect way. And we give you thanks, we give you praise, we give you honor in Jesus' name. Amen. And you may be seated this morning. When your belief only causes you to fall short of your eternal salvation. The Apostle Paul seems to be a genius when it comes to understanding the Scripture and bringing about an understanding of what is really meant. He seems to know the Scriptures inside and out and what each passage means. As a matter of fact, Paul tells us uh, that I am verily a man which am a Jew born in Tarsus, a city of Cilicia, yet brought up in this city at the feet of Gamaliel, and taught according to the perfect manner of the law of the fathers, and was zealous towards God, as you all are this day, and I persecuted this way unto the death, binding and delivered unto prison both men and women. He would tell Timothy in 1 Timothy 1.12, And I thank Christ Jesus our Lord, who have enabled me, for that he have counted me faithful and put in me in the ministry, who was before a blasphemer and a persecutor and an injurious, uh, but I obtained mercy because I did it ignorant uh, and unbelief. Uh, it seems that every drop of ink off of the tip of the feather, feather of the, the quill onto the parchment uh, seems to release from the Apostle Paul nothing but wisdom, knowledge, and understanding and instruction in Jesus Christ. Uh, the words that Paul has written to the church uh, will cause demons to tremble and backsliders to realize that they need to return to God Almighty. Any believer who reads the words uh, that is written by the apostles of Paul cannot go away and says uh, that they were not challenged uh, and they was not brought into understanding of what God really meant for us to know and to understand. The Apostle Paul somehow seems to reach down and unfold uh, as a cocoon something that is really beautiful, like a butterfly that's coming out, uh, amen, to show us God's riches and God's mercy. Paul seems to stress uh, throughout his writings the, the thing of commitment uh, and dedication and resolve to Jesus Christ. Uh, he seems to stress uh, the sincerity of heart and, and soul and mind towards Jesus Christ. Uh, Paul goes on and tells us uh, that let us not come short. Uh, let us not fall short of the things which God has for us. Amen. And it seems that this is his zeal and his desire is to bring and to the understanding, to the church, uh, and to the believer, amen, what God has in plan when he penned the gospel of Jesus Christ. Uh, 
Paul would say, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believed, to the Jew and also to the Greek. But he seems to tell us that the Jews are falling short in their understanding and in their knowledge and the plan of salvation of Jesus Christ. Paul says in verse 3, For they being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness and have not submitted to the righteousness of God. In other words, Paul says because they are ignorant of God's salvation plan, they are trying to establish it their own way. And sad to say, we see that even in our world today because many are ignorant of what God means in His plan of salvation in His Word. They are trying to establish their own righteousness by their own way and not according to the will of God. Paul says, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Know ye not that so many of us as was baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death? Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should all walk in newness of life. For if we've been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be in the likeness of his resurrection. He says, brethren, my heart and my desire for Israel is they might be saved. He said they have a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. There are many today that have a zeal for the things of God, but not according to knowledge. You see, when all you think is all you have to do is just believe in Christ, you're going to come short of the glory of God. You're going to be miserable. Paul says to the church and wrote 1 Corinthians 15, 19, If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. We've got to look forward to where he's taken us. I believe here, but there's something else. I have not seen, and ear have not heard, and neither have it entered into the hearts of men the things which God has prepared for them that love him. And Paul says, if in this life we are only in Christ, we're going to be most miserable. We're going to be wretched. We're going to be unhappy. We're going to be uneasy. We're going to be restless and uncomfortable. And if I can steal Hillary Clinton's words, we're going to be a bunch of deplorables. Praise God. Just believing in Jesus only is going to cause you to fall short of the things of God. 
Hallelujah. Stay with me. Some tells people weak at the weak and churches around the world that all you have to do is just believe in Jesus Christ and confess with Jesus Christ. Your mouth, you shall be saved. But that's not what Paul is trying to get us to understand. That's just the beginning. You have to believe before you're baptized in Jesus' name. You have to believe before you receive the gift of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues as the Spirit of God give the utterance. You have to believe before you are baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. But belief only will not save you. You've got to go all the way through the process of what Jesus called the Nicodemus. You must be born again of the water and the Spirit. Once you come into a relationship and a knowledge of Jesus, then you must go all the way with Jesus to the end. Jesus says, it's not to him that began, but him that endure to the end. You've got to go all the way to the end to be saved. Your eternal salvation must propel you, amen, to pull, to get of whole. Paul says in Philippians 3, oh, that I might know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being conformable unto his death, that by any means I might attain to that which I am also apprehended of. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehend, but this one thing I do, I forget those things which are behind, and I reach forth to those things which are before. I press towards the mark of the prize of the high calling of God and Christ Jesus. You don't want to fall short of his eternal salvation. Jesus came that you might have life and that more abundantly. Living without God and fear and condemnation in this world is going to cause you to fall short of the glory of God. You see, when we are born again, we must move forth and set our affection, Paul says, on things above and not on things of this earth. For you're dead and your life is hid in Christ with God. That when Christ shall appear, then shall we reign with him and glory. But if all you do is just believe, then you don't know what to do with yourself. Just believing is going to cause you to sooner or later become bored, become dull, become mundane. You've got to move forth in your faith and in your walk with God. When all you do is believe, nothing is going to change in your life. You've got to keep moving forward in the things of Almighty God. This is what happened to Israel. They believe, but they never allowed their belief to take them further in the things of God. They never allowed themselves to come to know Him 
personally in their relationship with Him. They trusted God, but not for themselves. They walked according to His Word, but they did not apply it to their lives or obey what God said that they should do. And because they didn't, they came short of the rest because of the hardness of their heart. When all you do is just believe in God, you're going to be wretched. You're going to be miserable. You're going to come up short and the things of God. If all you do is just believe and never rise to the fullness of the statue of Christ and the knowledge of Him, you're going to be all men most miserable. Cornelius and his household in Acts 10 was believers, but God had more, and they went for the more. The eunuch in the desert, amen, was a believer, but God had more, and he wanted more. Apollos was a believer, and God had more, and Apollos wanted more. Ruth was a believer, but God had more, and she went after more. And I come to tell you, and I today, there's a whole lot more than just believing. There's a whole lot more, amen, that We've got to get a hold of us. The woman at the well, she was a believer. And when Jesus came, she says, I know that Messiah, who's called Christ, when he comes, he shall tell us all things. Jesus said to her, I that speak to you am he. And she went away and says, come see a man that told me everything ever I've done. Is this not the Christ. When you come into a relationship of belief, you need to move on and go after the things of God. Come on up, John, and I'll show you the things that here should be out there. Paul understood that there was a whole lot more than just believing. He says, I've count those things behind. If there's ever been a believer, it was the Apostle Paul. But Paul knew there was a whole lot more, and there was a whole lot of things that we need to uncover. Jesus even told us himself, there's a whole lot more than what you see. He said, you look on the outside, but God looks at the heart. God understands every one of us. He knows what's going on inside of us. We can put on a facade, but God understands. When our belief only is going to cause us to fall short of the glory of God. Jesus says, go ye therefore and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils. Uh, 
They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. If they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. And they shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. You see, when you confess with your mouth, but with your heart, it's not set to do righteousness, you're going to fall short of your salvation. When you confess with your mouth, but your heart is not set to be holy and to live holy, you're going to fall short of your salvation. When you confess with your mouth, but your heart is not set to follow Christ and to love Him with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, And with your strength, you're going to fall short of your eternal salvation. When you confess with your mouth, Jesus Christ, and your heart is not set to obey Acts 2.38 and Hebrews 12.14, you're going to fall short of your eternal salvation. When you've got a zeal, but not according to knowledge, You're going to fall short of your eternal salvation. Paul says they was ignorant of God's righteousness. And they were going about to establish their own righteousness. And had not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. He says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And Isaiah says, Lord. Who have believed our report. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. This is why you've got to have a preacher. You've got to have someone to show you and teach you the word of God so that you don't come short of the glory of God. And this is what Paul is writing to the church to enlighten us, to bring us to understanding that we understand that we don't just get in the mindset to think all we got to do is just believe and we're squared away. He's telling us in the book of Galatians chapter 3 real quick here. Amen. Go to Galatians chapter 3 real quick. Praise God. Verse 22. But the scripture has concluded all under sin that the promise of faith of Jesus Christ might be given to them that believe. But before faith came, we were kept under the law, shut up unto faith, which should afterwards be revealed. Wherefore, the law was our schoolmaster to bring us to Christ that we might be justified by faith. But after that faith is come. We're no longer under a schoolmaster for you're all the children of God by faith and Christ Jesus. For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There's neither Jew nor Greek. There's neither bond nor free. There's neither male nor female for you're all one in Christ Jesus. And if you Christ is then are you Abraham's seed and your heirs 
lives according to the promise. Notice what Paul says, that the law was our schoolmaster to bring us to Christ. That's why once we get to Christ, we understand who he is. We get a knowledge of who he is. We understand his word and his teachings and his requirement. Now we move from belief to getting saved. We repent of our sins. We get baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of our sins. And we live a holy and separated life unto the Lord, filled with his spirit, filled with his power, walking in truth, walking in love, walking in the ways and the knowledge and the understanding of God. But Israel, he says, I want them to be saved. But they need to understand they got to come to a point where they confess Jesus Christ as Lord. And it's with everyone that can say, I believe, but if you never come into the relationship where you repent of your sins and get baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and fill with the Holy Ghost, you're going to fall short of your eternal salvation because Jesus has already put the plan in the place. He told Noah to build an ark, to seal it in and without. Noah's ark, Peter would say, few, that is eight souls, were saved by water. The light figure where baptism that also now save us, not putting away the fifth of the flesh, but his answer of a good conscience towards God. Paul would write this same church at Rome in the eighth chapter and verse nine. If any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And we need to have the Holy Ghost because without the Holy Ghost, we're none of his. And Jesus says, I will send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all in one accord and one place. And suddenly there came from heaven as a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting, and they appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it set upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them the utterance. When all we do is just believe, we're going to fall short of our eternal salvation. James says, you believe there's one God? He said, the devils also believe, and they tremble. And we know the devil ain't going to be saved. Amen. So to teach that all you have to do is just believe is going to cause people to fall short of their eternal salvation. Because there's a whole lot more. Amen. This is why we see churches today without power and without the anointing of God. And I'm afraid that is slowly sleeping in amongst our ranks. And we have to be careful that we don't think that we've arrived 
just because we believe. See, many people think they're okay. You ask them all the time. Well, yes, I believe in Jesus. And when you ask them, have you been baptized in Jesus' name? Have you received the Holy Ghost? Oh, I, I don't have to have that to be saved. You ever had anybody tell you that? That means they're going to fall short of their eternal salvation. They have a zeal, but not according to knowledge. See, knowledge should bring you into the full understanding of Jesus Christ and who he was. So Paul is saying to the church at Rome, Brethren, my heart's desire to Israel is that they might be saved. He said they have a zeal, but not according to knowledge. There's a lot of churches. There's a lot of people that's got zeal, but not according to knowledge of Jesus Christ. Jesus says in Matthew 7, not everyone that saith to me, Lord, Lord, is going to enter into the kingdom of heaven. He says, in the last days, many will say unto me, Lord, did we not cast out devils? Did we not, you know, lay hands on the sick? He says, and I'm going to say to you, I never knew you. Apart from me, ye that work iniquity. Because see, if I have the full knowledge of the plan of God, then it's going to propel me. To go forth. I'm going to seek more. This is why Jesus said the kingdom of God heaven is like a man who finds a treasure in the field. He sells everything else he got and he buys that treasure. Amen. That field for that treasure. Amen. We have found this thing. Amen. That's why when, when Andrew and Philip, uh, after they came into relationship with Jesus Christ, uh, they went back and they said to Peter and come and see. Amen. We found him and whom Moses and the law has talked about Jesus Christ. Amen. Then they came to see. And once they got there, what did, what did Nathaniel say when Jesus says, Amen. Well, Nathaniel, he says, And be an Israelite in whom there is no God. And, and, and Nathaniel says, Lord, how do you know me? He says, Before Philip called you under the, the fig tree, I saw you. And Nathaniel says, Thou art the Son of God. Amen. I'm coming to tell you today, just believing it's not going to get you there. That's the first step. But you've got to go all the way. And once you get in, you need to keep pressing towards the park. You need to know more. Search the scripture, Jesus says. For in them you think you have eternal life. And they are they which testify of me. But you won't come to me that you might have life. I am come that you might have life, uh, and that more abundantly. Isaiah says, Seek ye the Lord, why he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way, 
and the unrighteous man his thought, and let him return unto the Lord, and he shall have mercy and abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, and neither are my ways your ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are above the earth, so are my ways your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. We need to seek out for God. We need to come boldly to the throne of grace, that we might find help and the time of need. We don't want to fall short of our eternal salvation. We want to move forth, born again of the water and the Spirit, living holy, separated, set apart unto God, unto the coming of the Lord Jesus, walking worthy of the Lord, unto all pleasing, being fruitful, and every good work, and increasing, and the knowledge of God. Paul writing to the church of Ephesus, and the first chapter said, having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he have purpose in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of time, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him, and whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will, that we should be to the praise of his glory, who first trusted in Christ, and whom we also trusted. After that, you heard the words of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and whom also after that you believed. You were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest until the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory, but some is falling short day by day of eternal salvation. Many are going out of this world each and every day short of eternal salvation, and they think they're going to a better place. I've heard people say it all the time. They're going to a better place. Is they really going to a better place, or are they going to a terrible place. None of us know, amen, where we will go after we leave this place. But I come to tell you, if I line my life up with the Word of God, if I follow His pattern, if I put my life in Jesus Christ, I give myself away so He can use me. If I live after the Word of God, if I stand on the promises of Almighty God, if I keep seeking after Him day by day, minute by minute, hour by hour, walking according to the will and the way of Almighty God, then I have a promise for the Lord Himself shall descend from heaven with a shout and with the voice of an archangel, and the dead in Christ shall rise first, and those of us that remain shall be caught up to be with the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Praise God. I'm not falling short of my eternal salvation. 
Amen. I am a promise. I'm a possibility. I'm a promise with a capital P. I'm a great big bundle of potentiality. And I'm trying to do God's word. And I'm living. Amen. According to the things of God. But I don't want to fall short of my eternal salvation. Cornelius was a believer. The Bible says in Acts 1, amen, Cornelius, he had built a memorial unto the Lord. And the Lord appeared unto him, says, Cornelius, thy prayers and thine alms has come up before me for a memorial. Now send to Joppa for one Simon Peter. He lives in his lodging by the seaside with one Simon a Tanner. And he will tell you what you need to do. And the Bible says, Peter, amen, came in verse 43 through 48. To him, Peter began to preach, gave all the prophets witness that through his name, whosoever believe in him shall receive remission of sins. While Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on all them which heard the word, and they of the circumcision which believed was astonished, as many as came with Peter, because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Then answered Peter, Can any man forbid water that these should not be baptized, which have received the Holy Ghost as well as we, and he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Then prayed they he that he would tarry certain days. Amen. Notice, once they believed in Christ, amen, they followed through. They received the Holy Ghost. They was baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. They did not just stop short with just believing. Amen. They realized there was a whole lot more that they needed. Amen. Than just believing. Because just believing only will cause you to fall short of your eternal salvation. God wants you to have the Holy Ghost. He wants you to be saved. That's why Peter says, the Lord is not slack concerning His promise as some men can't Likeness, but he's long-suffering towards us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. See, God wants you saved. He wants you saved so bad. He was willing to die so that you could be saved. Not just believe only. You believe what you hear, but you got to go all the way when you want. You need the Holy Ghost. You need to be baptized. You need to live holy. You need to live right. Amen. You're not just going to be saved with just believing. You're going to be miserable. Because you're never going to see yourself is always there. There's always a whole lot more. 
Verse 26 of Acts 8. And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, saying, Arise, and go towards the south unto the way that goeth down from Jerusalem to Gaza, which is desert. And he arose and went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under Candace, queen of Ethiopia, who had the charge of all her treasure, and had come to Jerusalem for to worship, was returning and sitting in his chariot with reading Isaiah the prophet. Then the spirit of, said to Philip, Go near and join thyself to this chariot. And Philip ran thither to him and heard him read the prophet Isaiah and said, Understandest thou what thou readest? And he said, How can I except some man should guide me? And he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him. The place of the scripture which he read was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter and as a lamb dumb before his shears, so opened he not his mouth. In his humiliation, his judgment was taken away. And who shall declare his generation? For this life is taken from the earth. And the eunuch asked Philip, saying, I pray thee, of whom speak the prophet this, of himself or some other man? Then Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. And as they went on their way, they came to a certain water. And the eunuch said, See, here is water. What the Hinder me to be baptized. And Philip says, If thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And he commanded the church to stand still. And they went down both into the water, both Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized him. And when they were come up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord caught away Philip, that the eunuch saw him no more. And he went on his way rejoicing, but Philip was finding his Zetas and passing through. He preached in all the city till he came to Caesarea. Notice the eunuch. He was a believer. He believed. He had been to Jerusalem for to worship. Amen. But he was short. He did not understand what he was reading. And the Spirit of God sent Philip to him to show him. Can I come and tell you today that God is sending you to people that have a zeal for the things of God, but not according to knowledge. It's because God knows that they have a zeal for Him, but just believing is going to cause them to fall short. And that's where you and I have been brought to the kingdom for such a time as this to go forth and to bring them into an understanding so that they understand who Jesus Christ is. They understand the gospel. They are baptized in his name. They receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And they live according to his word so they don't fall short. That's why the Lord said in Ezekiel, Son of man, if that wicked man dies his sins, I'm holding you accountable for it. We've got to realize that great commission which has been given to us, as Jesus said in Mark 16, go preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Not just believing. He didn't leave it there. He says they got to be baptized. 
Praise God. This eunuch was a believer. He's reading Isaiah chapter 53. That's what he's reading. And Philip says, you understand what you're reading? What did he say? How can I? Except some man should show me. And Philip starts teaching him about Jesus. And the eunuch says, hey, here's, here's water. Guarantee baptism. I guarantee when Philip explained the gospel, he told him, Acts 2.38, you need to repent. You need to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for remission of your sin, and God will fill you with the Holy Ghost. I guarantee you, I put every sin I got on it, and it's not even in the Scripture. You know how I know? Because <laughs> he followed through with what Peter said. I mean, Philip said. He says, here's water. What does it hinder me to be baptized? Philip says, you can if you believe. He says, I believe that Jesus Christ. He went down. Amen. And baptized him. All the way through. See, that's where we come in. See, don't say yourself short. See, that's where you and I in the kingdom of God that knows the truth come in. There's a lot of people that have zeal for the things of God, but not according to knowledge. That's why the Great Commission has been given to us to go and to teach them, to show them, amen, that they're missing pieces. Just tell them, I'm not trying to take anything away from you. See? That's, see, they, they think you're trying to, to change them and take them away and, and everything else. No. Just tell them, I'm trying to, as John says, add to your faith. See? I want you to have the whole puzzle. Can I put it that way? Amen. You're missing what God has for you. I'm not saying you got to leave your church. That's not what I'm saying. I tell people that all the time. I'm not telling you to leave your church. I don't even, matter of fact, I'd rather for you to stay there. You know? That's what I desire because then they can turn around and teach others because the people in that church already know them. You know? that They're not going to be a threat to that church. I would be, you know. So if I can teach them the truth of the matter, then it opens that door for them to be able to teach others. What do you think a lot of pastors today is rebaptizing their whole churches? You know, because somebody is showing them the truth that is more than just believing. See, and that's why we don't want anybody to fall short. Of their eternal salvation. And that's why you see throughout the book of Acts, after the day of Pentecost, they was everywhere. Amen. Jews, Gentiles, Greeks, Ethiopians, everywhere. Notice when you look at Acts, you find every race, creed, color. Amen. God wanted them all saved. Amen. Praise God. Amen. And we do not want to fall short of our eternal salvation. Let's stand this morning. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. You know, the the beautiful thing about serving God is everything we need is in his house. Think about it. That's how much he loves us. 
his family, amen, is everything we need is right here in the house of God today. What do you have need of? Amen. You can have it and it's yours for the asking. Jesus says you have not because you ask not. It says everyone that asks, receive it. And everyone seek it, find it. And everyone knock, the door be open unto him. What door do you need God to open for you today? Amen. Did you ask him? Amen. Praise God. The Bible tells us in Hebrews, is, let us come boldly to the throne of grace. That we may find help in the time of need. Amen. God has what you have need of this morning. Praise God. Lord, we love you. Father, we praise you. Lord Jesus, I don't want any any around us, God, to fall short. I don't want any to come short, O oh God, of knowing you. I want none to fall short, God, without your salvation, the eternal power and glory. God, I want every man, woman, boy, and girl to experience what I have experienced in you. Your love, your power, your friendship, your kindness, your grace, your compassion, O oh God. Everything that you have, Lord God, in the kingdom, I want everyone that I come in contact with, God, to know you and to know how much you truly care and what Calvary really meant, oh God. Those under the sound of my voice and across the airways today, God, wherever they are, I pray that you would touch their hearts, touch their minds, touch their souls, God. Let them realize, God, there's a whole lot more that you have for them. And you're just waiting for them to come to you, oh God, today. Touch them again this morning, God. Touch them today, God. Let your holiness flow. Let your holiness flow that they don't come short, oh God, of your glory and of your power and your eternal salvation. In Jesus' name. In this house, there is hope. In this house, there's salvation for your soul. In this house, your life can be made whole. Everything you need is in this house. In this house, there is hope. In this house, there's salvation for your soul. In this house, your life can be made whole. Everything you need is in this house. Do you need peace today? In this house, there is peace. In this house, there's salvation for your soul. In this house, your life can be made whole. Everything you need is in this house.
Well, think about it. In this house, there is hope. In this house, there's salvation for your soul. It's right here. In this house, your life can be made whole. Everything you need is in this house. What more do you need in this house? Oh, yes, there is hope. Yes, in this house. There's salvation for your soul. In this house, your life can be made whole. Everything you need is in this house. Right here today, you can be refreshed. You can be refreshed in the Holy Ghost today. You can be refreshed, amen, by casting all your cares and all your burdens upon the Lord today. You don't have to walk around burdened and carrying those weights. Amen. The Bible tells us to cast all our cares upon the Lord because He careth for us. Amen. Praise God. We walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. We lean not to our own understanding, but we lean on the Lord today. God, you are able. God, you are great. You are greatly to be praised. And Father, I look unto you as the author and the finisher of my faith. Oh God, I know that in all things do work together for good to them that love you, to them that call according to your purpose, O oh God. Oh, God, I pray for every one under the sound of my voice today, that they would come boldly to the throne, that they would come seeking your face, oh, God, to come to know you more, Lord. In Jesus' precious name, oh, God, guide us today. Guide us. Guide us to that hungry soul. Guide us to that life that's searching for more, God. Let us be ready, O oh God. You tell us in your word to be ready to give an account to everyone that asketh of us the hope within us. God, let us be ready for everyone that we come in contact with that have a zeal and searching for you, God, to be ready to just share and bring them to a clear understanding of you, Jesus. Father, we praise you. We honor you, and we thank you again today. Oh, God, I thank you, Lord Jesus. I praise you, Jesus. I praise you, Jesus. I thank you for your love and kindness. I thank you for your tender mercies, oh, God. Lord, let us walk according to your will, your way, your purpose. In Jesus' name, Jesus' name. Praise God. God bless you. Amen. And you are dismissed in the name of the Lord Jesus.